Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to tonight's episode of Last Best Hope. Prepare yourself for action, adventure, intrigue, romance, action again, suspense, drama, explosions, implosions, and more on tonight's episode of Last Best Hope. Tonight's episode of Last Best Hope is brought to you by The Sun. The Sun, it's hot out. story begins 500 years in the future. Humanity's only just begun its conquest of the great unknown, that vast and beautiful overhead abyss called space. After colonizing the moon and later Mars, and after surviving the robot world wars and the great Earth-Mars wars of the 24th century, humanity has agreed once and for all to lay down its arms and work together to explore the stars in peace. Star Command was established and the peaceful scientific exploration of the galaxy began. It was truly a golden age of humanity, but unknown dangers more horrifying than any could have ever imagined lurk in the great beyond, as we shall soon find out. We find Captain David Berenger on the bridge of the USS Bittersweet Symphony, a defunct space cruiser that's been repurposed for friendly space fleet exploration. Leading his crew on a routine solar power refueling mission, we find the ship teetering at the edge of the sun. Ah yes, another day in space. I love it here. Good work, team! Nothing like a little routine solar power cell mining to quiet the soul, wouldn't you say? Oh, dear God! What is that? I've never seen such a bright light. Engineer Samantha West, report. Captain David Berenger, we're accelerating towards the sun. Thrusters heavily impacted. Inertia compromised. Have we gone full Icarus and flown too close to the sun? Yes. We're caught in its gravity and, and, well, something else is not right. Ship's computer, D-O-U-G, Doug, issue a shipwide red alert. For you, Captain. Anything. Not bad, but do you have any red alerts with a more spacey, adventury vibe? Field lines headed for the center of the star. Samantha, hit the gas. Get us the heck out of here. No response, Captain. It's pulling us right towards a fiery death. Fiery death? Dear God, that's one of the worst kinds of deaths. Lieutenant Jack Buckley, I want options. What's your prognosis? First of all, Captain, it's Dr. Lieutenant Jack Buckley. I didn't go to seven solar rotations of space med school to be addressed as lieutenant, goddammit. And second, it's getting hotter than a neutron volcano in here. My prognosis is that we get the hell away from the sun. I'm also going to go ahead and engage evasive maneuvers on account of our imminent destruction. Stand by. Hold on, everyone. The USSS Bittersweet Symphony is being pulled straight towards the sun. Why am I suddenly so heavy? The gravity on the bridge is at three Gs and rising. I, I can barely casually sit my space whiskey underneath this weight. Christ, Sam, do something. I'm recapitulating the gravity manifolds now. Gravity stabilizing. <clears throat> Clearing my throat. This is your captain speaking. Team meeting, whole team. That's the full team meeting, die situation and all. This one is mandatory. Jason, Jason, that means you too, Jason. Everyone report to the bridge. Good, we're all here. Quick roll call. Space fleet protocol and all. Listen, 
I know we've been living together for about eight months, but in light of our imminent destruction, let's go around the room and share a fun fact about ourselves. Engineer Samantha West? Present. My grandpapa was one of the Earth's most accomplished scientists. Dr. Lieutenant Jack Buckley. First of all, it's Lieutenant Dr. Jack Buckley. Okay, fun fact. I like space whiskey and getting space frisky. Okay. Moving on. Mystic Dasha Vindi. Dasha, you with us? I said present and accounted for in your minds. It's not my fault you normies can't hear me telepathically. Wow, rude. Creepy. Hey, get out of our heads, Dasha. You stay out of our heads and I'll stay out of your leftovers in the fridge, deal? Those are two very different things. It's not my fault you don't label things. Teen genius Jason Kidpatrick, you're up. Here, president account for. I I was figured out a, uh, a new process called hot cold fusion. And then I woke up in a wet bed and I couldn't remember it. Ugh. Chamba? Chamba? Robot Chamba Roomba! A present? Wait, what? Where did that come from? Where are you, Chumba? Um, I'm in the sewers, you know, doing all the normal things that uh, people do in the sewers, you know? <laughs> great, Chumba present, sort of. You're doing a great job with your, uh, what is it you have there? Oh, yeah, uh, this. I'm, I'm weaving a, a doll with all your hair uh, I found in the drains. Very Why? nice. Why? What are you doing? Well, because, um, that's the way robots show love. <laughs> this is uh, love, bruv. How uh, we show it with all the hair dolls. Is it? Mm, great. That's not love. Okay, uh, all present and accounted for. Thank you all. Now, the reason I've called you all here, we're caught in the sun's gravity. Is that why I was smushed into the floor of the shower? Each drop of water like a cannonball. Ah, uh, yes, most likely. And it's only a matter of time until the bittersweet symphony succumbs to the celestial forces and we are all... Well, faithful crew, to tell you the truth... Uh, I've seen that look before. Hey, everyone, uh, we're probably going to die today, so you should send your messages to loved ones now. Start drafting wills if you don't already have one. Wait, what? Well, easy now, Doctor. So long as we have each other and our wits about us, nothing is, is insurmountable. Oh, Jinx! Oh, I, wait, wait, oh, I, I jinxed jinx you first. Jinxed jinx 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 again. again. Yeah. Jinx oh, oh, good God. All right. I want options. Actionable options. Mystic Dash of Indy, I wonder. Can you use your intuition to tell our mortal fate? Have we got any shot at surviving? I don't want to spoil the ending. Also, just so you know, cards on table. I am like only two-thirds psychic. My grandfather on mother's side was half warlock. It could go either way. Ha! Huh. Uh, I thought you were a full-fledged mystic. People see what they want to see. Engineer Samantha West, I'm sure you've got a brilliant stratagem clinking around in that astute mind of yours. We could try to overclock the fuel cell with a pure beam. Hmm, too risky. What else? Uh, we could take all the morphine that's left, which is not a huge amount. It's been a rough couple of months. Uh, yeah. Teen genius Jason Kidpatrick, any thoughts? I was just thinking about how I've never truly known the love of a woman. Woof. Yes, that's understandable. You're a teenage boy, and you're about to die a virgin. Oh, jeez! Wow, really rubbing it in. But, Jason, you're the smartest person aboard the ship. Heck, in the whole quadrant. Surely you have some suggestion, some notion of a plan to get us out of this inferno of a situation. Oh, 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 I don't know. I don't want to die a virgin, Captain. I don't think the captain can help you there. <laughs> jeez. Mystic Tasha Vindy, 
Oh, me again? Well, uh, we could all use some meditation to help center our efforts. Yes, but now is not the time for reflection, but for action. Some light stretching. No. Tea? Fine. God. Sam, what are our mechanical options, technologically speaking? They're not great. As it is, our engines are useless at full thrust. It's only a matter of time before the star pulls us in, turning us all into a swirling gasp of ash and ember. All ships, ultimately, are at the mercy of the sea around them. Sure. Hey, Samantha, uh, how about, uh, how out of those water auxiliary tanks about now? 115. Celsius or Fahrenheit? Fahrenheit. Hold on. I'm feeling something. Dear God, what is it now? I feel something deep within myself, resonating out from my heartstrings. It's the need to... Oh, yeah, here it comes. This is going to be real good, right? Dasha, what you got, love? <laughs> the need to... Let's go, Govs! One, two, three! If this is how we meet our mortal end, I want to do it with dignity, honor, and exfoliating spa jets. Samantha, flood the bridge! Sure thing. Just have to make a few adjustments to the biohabituation matrix. Oh, wow! It's really coming in now through those little vents! The water's so nice and warm. Oh, up to our knees! And oh, now the water's up, up to our hips! Oh, oh, I'm good at describing things! Good, stop it there. Jason? Did you go to the bathroom before we flooded the bridge? Yes. Jason? No. Jason, go use the space water closet and then join us back here. Oh, it's uh, too late. Oh, this oh. goddamn shit. It's getting my giving me this kid. D-O-U-G, how about you filter the water and play us something relaxing to die to? Hey, Doug, fuck that song. How about you break out the booze? Space <laughs> prohibition's over, guys. Jason, come here, kid. Have a real drink. We're all about to meet our fiery end. Live a little, if only in death. Uh, I don't know. Hey, kid, I'm a doctor. You can trust me. He's got you there. Oh, well. Come on, kid. We're in space. We're about to die. This is interstellar waters. Kid, you're not on Earth. You can do whatever you want out here. Have an underage space scotch, kill a space senator. Admit to yourself that ultimate space frisbee just isn't that ultimate after all. It's, it's just frisbee in space. Come on, kid. Have some fun before you die. What's in this drink? Uh, that's my special drink. It's called 11 to 14 different space whiskeys mixed together and swirled around. Bottoms up, space cowboy. Well, okay. Now delirious from the sun's heat and too, too many glasses of space whiskey, the crew floats lazily around the bridge, which the captain has filled with water in order to create a makeshift hot tub. The crew's inhibitions are inabilitated. It's so pretty, the sun's light. It is. Truly. It makes you feel how small we really are in this great, vast, bright universe. Or how big we are. Hey, uh, what always gives you such a positive disposition, Captain? It really pisses me off. Hmm, I'd say it was my youth. I grew up Earth-privileged. Yes, growing up on that farm, green trees, unsynthesized air, double cows as far as the eye could see. This was back in old New Colorado, where everything we had we grew or raised ourselves. Even those double cows. Hard work, soft-boiled eggs. Sure, we sweat, but the more work we put in, well, the more we got out. We were always positively disposed. <sighs> it became a part of me. That's nice. Too nice. 
Also, you totally admitted the part where your father's a convicted war criminal and traitor to all of Space Fleet, serving out 18 consecutive life sentences in Moon Jail 6. How dare you! I'll clear his name yet. He was framed for those space crimes. Everything comes out in the wash. Hell, I respect your father for his crimes. It takes guts to do what they say he did. Oh, well, what did he do? Not now, Jason. Hey, one man's traitor's another man's patriot. And one man's patriot's another man's absent father. Hey, how many birthdays did he miss? Did he ever make it to any of your Little League games? <laughs> oh, Dr. Buckley, why are you such a dick? Well, kid, I saw some pretty gnarly stuff in the Space Wars. I earned these dickish rights. In the Stellar Wars? I don't want to talk about it! Jason, God, read the room. What about you, Samantha? What's... Oh, you already know my story. <laughs> I, I know your story. I, I'm psychic. I know all and all that, but I, I want to hear it from you. You know, I like when you say it. I want to hear your voices say your thoughts like a normie. My grandfather was a world-famous scientist. Oh, Lord, he was joking. Right, right, blah, blah. I always wanted to be just like him, so I followed in his footsteps. I know we've heard this story oh, so many times. Fifteen thousand times. Well, you've crossed the ropes now, sailor, and we're damn lucky to have you. Thanks, Captain. That almost makes sense. Teen Genius Jason Kidpatrick, what about you? What was your first memory? Oh, uh, I remember being born. It was gross. No one can remember their first memory. I call double cow bullshit. Oh, it's true. I was born with three PhDs. I was the last involuntary participant of the Baby Genius Initiative. Oh, great, man. Another doctor? Okay, who isn't a doctor on board here? Anyone? So, look, are we all calling you Dr. Teen Genius Kid Patrick now? Is that it? Robot Chumba Roomba, have some respect for the ranks of the crew. And, uh, what are you doing? Stop cutting up onions and carrots and tossing them in the hot tub. Well, you know, uh, when life gives you lemons... You might cruise too, mate. That's not a saying. No one says that. Oh, uh, ain't it though? A uh, fun fact, check this. I can't taste food, but I am gonna eat you. Oh, was was me a life anyway? Given our current predicament, perhaps you should be asking yourself, what is the meaning of death? Oh, snap, brother. Yo, Dave, now, now that's some deep stuff right there, like on a serious trip, man. Uh, now, I am going to eat you, and I don't even ask uh, what I'm going to do with this hair doll's late, but can I borrow all your hair when you're done? Uh, Dasha, can't you see the future? Can't you? I mean, one-fifth mystic? Don't, don't you know if we're all going to die or not? I know some stuff. <laughs> That's proper freaking. <laughs> the water's nice, though. Well, what do you think the meaning of life is? Well... I don't think people are really interested in meaning. What people want from life are experiences. That's probably why you feel more alive when you jump out of a plane or knife someone or kiss someone for the first time. It's because you're having an experience. Meaning is intrinsic, subjective. But experiences are substantial and real and... Universal, transmutable, memorable, all of you guys. That's why I joined Star Command. People don't really seek meaning. They want experiences. They want memories, not meanings. I've detected a shift in crew morale due to increased existential pondering. I'm programmed to care about you. Are you all right? We're headed for doom, Doug, you ass. And we're all right. Yeah, we're all right. 
We'll face this head on like everything else. Another sex on the space beach, Doctor! Look! We're getting a message from Star Command. Computer, initialize holographic communication protocols. Oh, crap! It's the president! Hide the box of booze! Captain Berenger. Oh, crap! Yeah, Mr. President! Oh, is that what it looks like? Oh, Anna! It's Dr. President. I didn't go to seven rotations of space diplomacy school to be called Mr. President. Mr. President is my father. I heard your degrees were honorary. An honor to have them. Doctor. 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 We're trapped in a gravity well of the sun. Is there anything you can do? What? The sun? Our sun? Hey, Bhagwan. No, no, no. Nay, nay, no, no. No time for that. I was calling you for help. We've detected a hive of hostile alien spaceships heading for Earth, the scale of which we have never seen. Maybe it's one ship, the size of a planet. Maybe it's two half-planet-sized ships. Maybe it's trillions of basketball-sized ships all traveling together. There's no way to know. They call themselves the giant beetle beasts, and we have every reason to believe that they are malicious. We've faced alien threats before, but nothing like this. We need you back here for assistance to the resistance. Priority one, initiative one also. Sir, I'm afraid we've been accepting our fate and contemplating life's big questions as we face imminent death and inescapable death. Like, who are we really? Do we have souls? And if so, where do they go when we die? Why aren't we also eating tacos on Thursday as well as on Tuesdays? I mean, they both start with a T. It seems like a missed opportunity for more Taco tacos. Taco Thursday, yeah. it's a very missed opportunity. Yes. Are you hearing yourself? I need a captain, not a lounge lizard. Mm. Have you tried everything? Have you tried? I don't know. Just off the top of my head, overclocking the fuel cells with a pure beam? Uh, what's that then now? A pure beam! That's what I said, POTUS. Overclocking the fuel cells? It's almost certain death. You're not completely certain, but pretty certain, though. Oh, but, but where would I ever find a pure beam type the source of energy to channel into the cells? We'd need a sound that is so beautiful, so perfect, that it would resonate with the ship itself. Right. Then we simply converge on the sonar resonance of the engines and channel the pure beam through the power manifolds. Hmm. A song. You're talking about a song. Step aside. I got this. Oh, wow. It's so... It's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. A single tear has formed in my eye. That's enough. You're pushing them too hard. It's working! Dasha, can you reroute the pure beam through the engine manifold on my mark? Yes, I'll use my mind to channel the pure emotional resonance to the engine power recouplers. Oh! Oh, it's beautiful! Look how it glows! Purple light! Okay! Here we go! I'm going to use my telekinesis to move the energy from the song into the ship. Step back. Biological energy and mechanical energy do not always mix. She means hold on to your space pants. Hold on, everyone. No! 
Samantha, fit the engine with every last drop of that pure beam and let's get out of here. Keep going. You've got to flood it. Are you flooding it? Yes, you've done it. Aw, oh, man. I'm afraid it's still not enough. Our ship's engines are overclocked and charged to the point of breaking, but, Captain, we still don't have enough power. To escape the sun... Oh, to escape the sun's... Gravity, gravity! Jinx! But, Captain, what if we don't try to escape it? Oh, you're talking about flying through the sun on a pyramid like a surfer of the stars? Oh, no one's ever tried that! No one's ever had to. Samantha? It's our only option. Punch it, and may the winds of fate guide us through. Do it. Are we alive? Bloody well done, everyone. Buckley, your song broke my heart. Dasha, what sublime magic. I knew you had it in you. Samantha, you were right the whole time as usual. I really need to work on my listening skills, I'm sorry. Just brilliant. Jason, Chambers, not 100% sure what your contributions were, but damn glad you're still here. Dr. President, we are at your disposal. And, uh, what, what happened to the screen? Uh, the picture went off. It's not even working when I slap the side real hard. Well, that usually works. Uh, Dr. President? Captain, something's not right. What do you mean? We're just on the other side of the sun. Yes, that's true, but the stars... Oh! The stars are gone! They've been rearranged. Dasha, what do you read? Nothing. Well, uh, nothing I've ever felt before. Captain, none of the stellar readouts are recognizable. I've never seen any of these constellation formations ever before. Ship's computer, Doug. Analysis, please. I'm sorry to report I'm completely out of my depth! Oh, dear God! Everyone! Everyone, put your clothes back on, good God. Captain, we're not lost in space. We're lost in time. It's 50, 100,000 years in the future. Oh, dear God. Drain the bridge. What has become of Captain David Barringer and the crew of the USSS Bittersweet Symphony? What mysteries await them 50, 100,000 years in the future? Will the crew be doomed to be lost in space and time forever? Or will they be found in space and in time? But in time for what? Only time will tell on next week's episode of Last Best Hope. <laughs>